1: Hello, everybody. My name is Danny Palumbo. With me is James Austin Johnson, mm-hmm. and welcome to the Macaroni Zone, the podcast that feels like...
2: What does it feel like, James? I'll tell you what it feels like. It feels like a surprise taste test, Danny. <laughs> Coca-Cola coffee. This is Coca-Cola with coffee dark blend. Oh
1: no! And oh no, we it's are
2: a... each going to take a sip. Hey, you know what I don't want out of my Coca-Cola? Coffee. You
1: know what I don't want out of my soda? A blend. A blend of anything. I don't, I don't want people to use the word blend.
2: Blend never means anything good. All right,
1: hold on. I'm gonna smell it.
2: Salud. All right, yeah. Clink. Okay, not oh, as bad as I thought.
1: No, 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 that's bad. You think this is
2: bad? That is okay. Now I'm getting the after the synthetic after. It is funk. all the
1: worst parts of like a vanilla Coca Cola.
2: It's a vanilla. It's a diet. It tastes like a diet vanilla Coke.
1: Added with. Hold on. I got it. Added with coffee that came from a mechanic. You know the coffee <laughs> that they boil in a pot at when you go to a mechanic, See, almost... and then they serve it in a styrofoam cup, which is fine. I'll drink any anything when it comes to coffee. I don't care, but it it you know the bottom of a coffee pot I do. at yeah. two o'clock yeah at a, it, at a mechanic yeah that's it, looks what like, like. Uh, it
2: looks like it looks like like a beef frond at the bottom somehow <laughs> someone
0: you know. <laughs> Someone was yeah. searing off a big side yeah. of beef. You
1: take the coffee pot and you reduce it with some uh, nice red. Yeah, I get a nice red in there. You, you got to scrape up all that fond, so you know you <laughs> get all all the nice flavor.
2: I was gonna say decaf Keurig pod. I was gonna oh, say someone sure. squirted a lukewarm decaf Keurig pod into sure. a regular. Uh, co- yeah, but it is sweetened, and coffee for me <laughs> is not about the sweet; it's about the like subtlety, right? Co- so, oh, oh, coffee? Yeah. I'm, so the- you're adding coffee to a sweet thing. It's like, okay, is yeah. the Coke seasoning the coffee, or is the coffee <clears throat> supposed to be... Ugh,
1: Here's the thing. I can't and have I, any more of that. Do, I love a good Coke product. Ex- yes, all, like all the Coke Zeros, Cherry Coke Zero, mm-hmm. I am a champion of. Uh, I'm sure there's all kinds of other Drink flavors. A l- Vanilla
2: Coke was my beer in high school. We would we would go buy at Walmart like a thing of Vanilla Cokes and then play Harvest Moon 64 like me and the two other poets you know what
1: better feeling than hanging out with your buddies when you're a teenager buying soda buying soda and playing video games we were we would we would do and we were wrestling fans at the time and we had a friend who was uh he's a little bit he was a bit of a problem and but he would take the Mountain Dew cans and Bash them together like Stone Cold Steve Austin, and then <laughs> and then drink them
2: out, shotgun them or whatever. And then we would be like, "You're going to be in juvie soon." I've Do never shotgunned anything, Danny. I've never done no? that presentation before.
1: I think I have in college, maybe.
2: But uh, this yeah. is Why? this is a deconstructed uh, beer bong. Like I, yeah. What's the, <laughs> is there a classy way to say? What a, yeah. What is the what? Shotgunning the of... a beer is
1: James. Let me ask you a question. Yeah.
2: Right up top. Sure. <sighs>
1: Are Giada and Bobby Flay fucking?
2: I think about it all the time. I I think about it. I think about it. Because I tweeted it last night. To fuck night, myself.
1: Tweeted it last night. Bobby Flay has the best job in the world. You know? Yeah. You, you get paid to leave your family for two months. And like, oh, I got to go to Tuscany with Giada for work. Yeah. I don't. Even, but then I looked it up. I think he's divorced. I think he and Giada both got divorced in 2015. Or like that's when it says their last spouse was. And... They
2: both have like... They both have like teenagers. They both have. I've seen both of their kids. I feel like in their shows, because I, I watch all of these shows.
1: I'm in. I mean, obviously, in love with Giada.
2: Giada is, is maybe the most beautiful woman. I think so. The most desirable woman. I'm going to say desirable just across sure. the board.
1: For sure, she's fun, and I'm I, and I'm as like far as personal preference goes. Yeah. I just love a nice schnoz. Oh, she's she got she's such a got strong, su- such a
2: strong nose. She's, is she Sephardic or something? I mean, she has she has some.
1: All of my huge, I feel like, celebrity or even comedy crushes, like Chelsea Peretti, or like you know. Oh, God, like, oh I just yeah. love a, a great nose. It's almost man. like a Spanish.
2: It's a yes! Roman. It's like some sort of yes! emperor's sculpted. trait. Yeah, sculpted em- emperor's trait, cut yeah. from marble. I mean, Giada, Giada somehow somehow. I I don't know, man. She's she's classically beautiful, but you could also just like. You know, I just want to be some sort of Lummox Chewbacca thing and toss her in my backpack like Yoda.
1: Actually, how that would work is you would be in her backpack. I would. And and that would be the closest that you could get to Giada.
2: What a strong woman. You would
1: have to agree. I, so we're in a golden age of uh, people discovering Italy on television. (laughs) And I, every Sunday, my mom texts me about the Stanley Tucci show. Yeah.
2: And of course she's smitten by Tucci. Haven't seen this one. I watch every food thing and I need to watch the well, Tucci.
1: Here's the thing. I, I can't get it. She keeps texting me about it, and I saw a trailer and I'm like,
2: this seems lovely.
1: And you can just tell in the trailer, I'm like, he really captured the joy of it all sort of instantly.
2: But only moms can see it. It it broadcasts exclusively to a <laughs> right. phone that's never on silent. Right. It has some <laughs> right. it has some mom thing. Sure. That it only goes to mom phone, sure. like it's it's the only show that transmits over regular antennas. Sure. I haven't bought the digital thing yet. Yeah, the TV's not working. Danny, can you help me? Yeah. You need to buy the Obama era thing, mom.
1: I can't get it because I well I don't get CNN, and it costs sixty five dollars for like Hulu Live. I'm working with a, a Amazon Fire Stick, and so I I can't get mm. I can't get Tucci does Italy, but could pay six dollars a month and this is what amazon is advertising to me right now i could pay six dollars a month and get giada and bobby uh go to italy or whatever and i watched the trailer for it and Mm -hmm. i'm i know they're good friends and i've got great female friends and i'm like never in a million years people go are you guys fucking or dating i'm like no 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 this is like my sister yes but when i watch them interact with each other i'm like y'all are pretty much playing tag in Italy. Like, I get beat But I'm like, yeah. y'all, you guys are... Fl- There's no way that you've never... It seems like they're... Fl- in the trailer! In the trailer. There's so much flirting. I'm.
2: It, it's. They're both very flirty people. They yeah. love each other. If you see her on a Beat Bobby Flay, if you see him on a Jada show... Yeah. That, like, if he makes an appearance in, you know, Family Thanksgiving cook-off or whatever shit they get Jada to host. <laughs> uh, it's It's almost like the... The like when Bobby's around, the wardrobe people are putting them in we're fucking clothes. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like <laughs> Bobby's shirt is somehow unbuttoned three further bu- buttons <laughs> down his sternum. Jada's in a wispier sundress. It's, sure. it, it definitely, they give this like feeling that they just got out of a nice hotel. Yeah, yeah. They get for the yeah. one night, they get the nice hotel because they're both, you know, gazillionaires or whatever. I
1: don't want to. Because look, if it is a friendship, Great. That's a beautiful friendship. Well, it is oh, a friend. Yeah. It is a friendship. I mean, yeah. it's beautiful as it's, but also, aren't you two made for each other? Like, gotta that- be. I gotta, you gotta speculate.
2: Maybe he, maybe he doesn't even, you know what? Maybe he, he, he's just shut down down there. He, he had some sort of grease fire in one of his, his uh, upscale Mexican kitchens in, in 2009. You know what I mean? And he's, and he's moved on it. And that's, that's really how he gets his, you know, thing is just the flirting. That's why he's such a hardcore flirter, is uh, he was flipping, you know, some sort of mushroom quesadilla. He got a big splashback, you know, under the apron and uh that's all he can do anymore is just flirt
1: maybe they also maybe it's like cuz you hear this from comedians a lot maybe they both have a hard rule where they're like no not other food network hosts that's yeah. tr- that's trouble <laughs> they're like you don't want to date other a food cooking channel a guy very would be specific okay. 100% Somebody of the travel channel maybe they're 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 food show hosts uh, adjacent but they do their own thing mark
2: cuban Andrew you Zimmer. know what i mean bobby you know sure. sometimes bobby you know gives uh Gives a call to uh, Anne Burrell, maybe. You Their know, friends the are f- like, "You should date somebody from Shark Tank." <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <You> <laughs> Not, don't go for a bobby <laughs> flay. Give me a good bobby flay, real quick, by the way, because you do a good one.
2: Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I It's a beautiful ingredient, you know, the zucchini. You could do anything. Really, it's about infusing flavor at that point. So, you know, I try to get a quick brine. And uh, get the pair really high because you know I want, I want a beautiful sear. Maybe get some some grill marks on there. And uh, it's really about just bringing bringing the bringing the bringing the zucchini forward. That's that's beautiful. Hey, thanks. That's beautiful. Also, just the, the next yeah. time on Beat Bobby Flay. <laughs> he has two ranges. He has the mumbling and the talking head. I
1: see the mumbling. I love I hearing somebody
2: mumble. Yeah,
1: uh, it, it endears. It's yeah. endearing for me. I'm yeah. like I, that, I mean that's also like a very natural way to to speak i think.
2: John and I are good friends you know we we vacation sometimes you know Michael Simon and I uh, we, i love tuscany i mean i love boar.
1: <laughs> also bring the zucchini forward you learn the tricks. This is like also something that i i try to avoid it's it's impossible. You're when you're writing about food and talking about it you are trying to not step in all of these cliche minds
2: and that's how food network go, oh, works they have works. 700 episodes yeah. of this bullshit to churn yeah. out every hour yeah and so you have to reintroduce what a uh a Grimolata is quickly mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. and over every episode you can't just say grimalata and leave it you've gotta like you, you gotta, gotta cut to bobby in the corner just being like uh, yeah. So, you know, basically a gremolata is, you know, you, you incorporating a breadcrumb. I, I forget what a br- gremolata is. It's Grimolata. a breadcrumb kind of thing, right?
1: No, no. It's uh, uh, parsley, parsley, minced and it's garlic, herbs. lemon, and in my opinion, not a gremolata if it doesn't have uh, anchovy. I think anchovies... Cl-
2: You're basically describing a parsley pesto with no nuts. Yeah, that's basically what it is. That's basically what it is. I've said this. Yeah, You've said this.
1: I've I've written it down for the takeout before. (laughs) That it's a
2: parsley pesto with no nuts. The
1: title they used, God, you see some of these titles and you go, God damn, do I look like an ass. But it's like, uh, Gremolata is so much more than parsley pesto. And I'm like, I didn't say that. (laughs) But they need you to click on it. I know. I understand that. But uh, yeah. I fucking love Grimal Dumb
2: people need to read your writing, too, Danny.
1: I understand that. And I'm not. I understand that. I'm dumb. I get it. Um, a smart
2: person sees the words Danny Palumbo, and they click on whatever the hell the headline is. And you they know go, I mean?
1: that's a funny fucking name. That's a that's a fun. <laughs> One time, uh, Megan Gailey and I were doing The Laugh Factory in Long Beach. Yeah, This is what this is, this is, we met. Megan Gailey's a comic. Very funny. Uh, and she goes, she's reading the list because she's hosting. She goes, Danny Palumbo? That's almost too fun. And I was like, go ahead and have some <laughs> fun with the name.
2: Not many, not many people have a comedy name. You're lucky that you have a comedy name. You think I do? And it's a food name. You're lucky. That's,
1: <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. Comedy name. Yeah. What is a good comedy name?
2: A good comedy name. Uh. Well, do you hear the name Philip Seymour Hoffman and think comedy? No, that's true. But he you but think you know character what? actor for but sure. But you hear Judy Tenuta and you know what the hell's going for down. Sure. She's got an accordion. Yeah. She's got she's got yeah. shoulder pads.
1: Bill Burr, that's a good I think that's a great Bill comedy. Burr is a
2: great. That see that yeah. is either a uh that's either a uh a, a comedian or um a a recently like disbarred attorney, <laughs> you know, what? who was who was very deep in with Ivanka sure. or something like that.
1: Hey, uh we, well, no, I was about to say we, I went to Roma Market yesterday. This is the restaurant that we're going to, Well, actually the grocery that we're going to uh, review. I went to, you know what, cut all that. <laughs> Just cut all that. We're going to start over. James, yesterday I showed up to your uh, apartment with a sandwich and threw it at you like a paper boy.
2: Yeah, that was nice. That's one of the nicer things someone's done for me.
1: I looked at this sandwich wrapped up in wax paper, uh, uh, butcher paper, and realized, oh, yeah, I could just toss it like a like a boy. And you caught it. Instantly. I caught it. You caught it. You caught, gonna- you caught it on camera. I was running a phone, uh, the Instagram stories, and you caught it.
2: You have one of the most aggressive uh, food Instagrams do uh, you think it's aggressive i would say it's a, it's almost aggressive
1: wait why oh because of the way i talk about things
2: the way you talk about things the <laughs> way you launch uh foods at your friends uh the way that you know what i mean you only turn the camera on when things are getting hot and spicy you know yeah, what i mean that's true that's you true. love steam you love i like steam bubbles
1: i like steam a, a good uh a good way to finish you let's say you getting a shot of food is yeah. you're far away and you see all the food and then you bring the camera closer in and then the steam, yeah. wipes. The it's steam wipe. wipes. It's, it's a, a wipe. It's a transition on your camera. Oh, like a Star Wars... Uh, 100%. Yeah, thing. but the steam will...
2: My only references yeah. for anything are Star Wars related just so that you know.
1: I went that sandwich... This is is what we're going to talk about today. We usually do like a restaurant spotlight or something, and uh, I was in Altadena. A friend had told me about Roma Market, said they do one sandwich, Uh, and then I saw LA Times has written about it. This is the only uh, sandwich
2: they do in Roma Market? Yeah. Is that what you mean? It's the
1: only thing they do uh, to go, and uh, it's a pretty standard classic Italian sandwich. Let me just set the stage for you real quick, because you weren't there, and I wish you were, and I was like, damn, should we go tomorrow before the podcast, or... But uh, as far as Italian markets go, this is like an all-timer for me. Uh, it, And I'm sure it's more common in a place like New York, you know, where they have bodegas. What a concept. What a, what a town. Uh, but as soon as you walk in this place, there is the man that makes the sandwiches. He's like 81 years old. Uh, and as soon as you walk in, he's just sitting in a cushioned chair, just facing <laughs> the door. Like when you <laughs> walk in, there's a guy like 20 feet away. Facing you, sitting down, like, Whoa, <laughs> like, <laughs> have you been waiting for me? And uh, yeah, he's like 81 years old, apparently makes his sandwiches every day. But the the market itself is just like incredible. Uh, five pound bags of like the Checo pasta, they have San Marzano DOP tomatoes, just like giant 11 pound bags of double O flour, blood orange sodas, and then all like the you know, like really good Italian American sort of store bought. Uh, cookies and stuff, like strawberry wafers, ladyfingers, uh, and then like a whole, there's like a whole deli counter, Pacific Pacifico Tall Boys. Weird <laughs> thing. It's like a bodega. Yeah. Um, but I just, man, I just love, I love the different array of things that you can get in the produce and you can just walk in and get, they only do one sandwich and uh, they they wrap it in butcher paper and they have them ready to go. They're almost sitting in a bin. right, right, go, right. I want one of those, which is how... You can do that. People go. Uh, I was in New Orleans and I went to was it Central Grocer? It's the famous uh, muffaletta place. Yeah, and uh, they just wrap those things up and set them on a counter. And same deal. You walk in, it's it's deli meats. They're not going to go bad. It is
2: so loaded with sodium uh, and yeah. preservatives. It's cured, pretty it's
1: much. Not good for you. It's delicious. No. It's horrible for you. <laughs> uh, but this sandwich was five dollars and fifty cents talking about sandwiches under ten dollars this was five dollars and fifty cents and i thought it was good i thought it was great i thought the bread if i thought if the bread was any different that becomes something that i really
2: wouldn't maybe want i was gonna say I was going to say the bread was what made it for me. The bread was fucking really good. Okay, first of all, I you, you throw the sandwich at me. I go back upstairs. Yeah. Uh, uh, my wife says, can we go to Roma Market? Not lying at all. No, She has really? been. She had been craving an Italian sandwich for days. She wanted to go to a place in Eagle Rock called Dave's Chillin' and Grillin'. Probably the dumbest name for a sandwich place I've ever heard. That's what,
1: that's what DQ says, isn't it? Dairy Queen?
2: Grillin' Chill uh it, it's it's not fast food it's fan food that's what dq says now
1: they but they also do a grill and chill oh you're I talking
2: think. about a sub slogan that's on a the, sub slogan it's on the plastic sign. i'm almost positive grill and chill something like that yeah there's a there's a sandwich place it's it had it had a storefront in eagle rock and an open mic there that's how i even learned about it then it moved okay. to some back closet in highland park I'm assuming that the rents on Figueroa are insane, so it now during the pandemic is like a pop-up that shows up in a diner that is closed down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sometimes it shows up, and we'll drive over there and get these you know huge hot sandwiches. And nice. uh, back and wanted another. Italian. Mm-hmm. She's been talking about it for days, and yet mm-hmm. I have forgotten. When you're, uh, when you're married to somebody, you're supposed to write down when your wife is like, I want blank. You're supposed to just write that down. And I forget <laughs> to do that all the time. And then okay. when it's time when I want to get her something, okay. treat her to something, she's like, I don't know. Right. And it's like, well, I could no, have gotten 400 husband let points me check my notes. by fucking remembering some <laughs> of this shit. I've learned how to write it down for birthday and Christmas or Valentine's Day. That's great. Uh, I have not remembered you need a separate thing. You need a separate file. You know, this is not what this show is, but uh, guys, if you're like me and you lay up all night uh, researching old Nintendo equipment that you want to buy for yourself off of OfferUp and Mercari, <laughs> that's when you hop over to your Instagram thread with your wife and look at some of the, you know, little rings she's sent you, the bracelets. Look for one that's like <laughs> 90 bucks and just get that in the mail. The next time you spend $300 on yourself, you got to get one of those Damn. stupid little rings, you know, in the so mail wait. too.
1: So wait, you didn't play this off like, funny you should mention that. I told Danny- A smarter man might
2: have done that. <laughs> a a smarter, smarter man would man have lied. Would have lied. Would have lied to his wife. And seemed like a god. Damn, okay.
1: It, it doesn't matter. She got it. She did. She got it. Yeah. I
2: sliced it directly in half. We got to eating it. The bread is what did it for yeah. me. The, yeah. the meats- you can, I can buy those meats, and I can put together this sandwich for myself, definitely. Probably. But I'm not going to find a bread that perfect. Bread is this thing, you got to be in the right place at the right time to actually have a good <laughs> bread experience. Do
1: you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, you feel lucky when you get you good bread. You feel lucky when You're you like, get good bread. Wow, what a lucky guy. Good things do happen in Los <laughs> Angeles when you get a nice bread.
2: Finally, <laughs> a cis straight white male wins in this town.
1: <laughs> so real quick, just Joke. about the bread. Yeah like a baguette like a like a like a crusty chewy baguette oh yeah that like the outside is is so is crusty it looks scored you know what i'm talking about when you see yeah. like a like when you take a knife and you like make some you know slits and like a piece of pork or something yeah, like yeah, it yeah. looked scored almost the outside right and i just thought it was so good uh that bread and it 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 was it had enough give to it that the meat and the cheese, it became like one sort of homogenous but You didn't need vinegar or oil. You didn't like need, you almost got some of the oil from like the room temp salami yeah. mortadella. It. I remember thinking like I don't want mayo or mustard or any of those things on it. I'm fine with this plain ass sandwich. Not
2: with what the bread is. I'm I I that sandwich made me realize that the Italian sandwich that I typically like overloaded. Like if we're talking about the, the Bay city's, uh, Godmother, Godmother, all dressed or whatever the fuck they say, the works. Um, (laughs) uh, that is like, I think what comes to mind when you say Italian sandwich, you think of this thing that has like a mountain of shredded lettuce on top of it and a fuck ton of red wine, vinegar and and oil and tomato, you know, seasoned tomatoes with the, with you shake your little Italian uh, spices thing over it. Um, didn't have any yeah. of that. Didn't have a condiment, and instead, what you got is, I think, what they would bring over to you if you ordered a glass of wine on like a trip to actual Tuscany. You get a glass of wine when you're on one oh. of these trips, and they bring over a board of just some sliced meats, yeah. some sliced cheese, and some crusty bread.
1: That is that's a that is a, you're in Europe bistro sandwich. Yeah, I've had because I I went to Italy once, and you do get you get these plain ass sandwiches. Yeah. That they don't have red wine vinegar and oil on it. There's no mounds of shredded lettuce. It's just bread and meat and cheese and get the fuck out of this deli. Yeah, and that's it. Get out of here. And uh, uh, yeah, I loved the simplicity of it. And it's five fifty.
2: Well, you couldn't do that pile of sandwiches thing if you were yeah. bringing vegetables into it because the vegetables are, are what are going to get disgusting immediately.
0: Oh, you know what I mean? You
1: couldn't. Oh yeah, yeah. You're not wrapping those things up. Well, and that's the reason. What are you saying that's the reason why it's it is room temperature because you're not I'm saying that's that's the
2: whole experience the whole experience is the room temperature thing the old man yeah. the the yes. bread being amazing the meat yep. being all right <laughs> like yeah. the price being 550 I mean yeah. all of that together is what makes it worth it I the only thing that I'm kind of pissed about is that mm-hmm. you didn't bring me a little fucking quart of white wine and instead you brought me this blood orange soda which was yeah. delicious you brought me yeah. a great well, italian soda and that was great with yeah, it. yeah
1: like C- a sicilian blood orange soda i don't know when i when I, I try to think of like what it's like what's a good what's a good experience what do i you know i'm like man like it's a it's a what was it yesterday it was a tuesday afternoon i went on a hike with my dog in Altadena, and i was like man a fucking a sandwich and a blood orange soda that's a little slice of
2: heaven right there it's not it's not even a lunch it's like a pre-lunch. It's like a Hobbit, one of those Hobbit meals. You know what I mean? What are Hobbits? Elevensies. You know how what they were talking that? about how they have these all these sub meals? No, Hobbits. You don't. This is the most famous movie of the two thousands. You had to have seen it twenty times. Lord like of the every, Rings.
1: Yes, I saw. I saw it all once last year early in quarantine because i was fucking bored
2: and fucking rudy is going well (laughs) we're having tomatoes and nice crispy bacon and uh what about what about elevensies what about second breakfast what about he's listing all these other sub meal times you don't know what i'm talking about. i didn't know that no i I don't i did i've
1: seen it i thought you were maybe actually referencing i'll go back to
2: the star wars references if that's easier for you to understand
1: listen i don't need to understand them as long as the listeners do then i'm good with i that.
2: guarantee you 100% of the people listening to this podcast know what i'm talking about it's the lord of the goddamn rings i mean that's it's the that's, titanic of sword movies everyone's I mean, seen it a billion times
1: that well that's not true yes it is you are you are not thinking of all women who, you know, I, I think you'll be hard Lord pressed. of the Rings
2: is like the one of those virgin stories Man, that women do fuck with.
1: For sure. I know so many more women okay. who speak Elvish. People who grew up with it, sure. And I don't want to speak for all women. But I, I think I have a lot of friends who are like, you know, young comics. They're like all like 25. And I'm like, they would not fuck with Lord of the Rings at all. Hmm. First of all, the movie's like three hours long. You know what I'm saying? There's like three
2: three-hour movies, a hundred percent. Some of them are longer than three hours. That's what I'm the saying. The versions I like are the full <laughs> Hey, you watch the whole? You like the Zack Snyder like the, cut? I watch the Peter Jackson ten-hour fucking right. DVDs, and then I watch all the Weta Workshop behind the scenes. Oh, it was really hard to get the Uruk high teeth on the actors.
1: I want I want the nerdy references. If it's video games, even better because that's where we have some common ground. All right, when I fuck heavy with that, James. You didn't go to this place, but when are you going to go check it out? When are you going back?
2: So we're going to go Market? back pretty quickly. I mean, okay, five fifty cool. is is like it's a five fifty sandwich. Yeah, definitely. When I'm in Altadena, place I never go, but some, we. Well, we, yeah, I think it's Pasadena
1: technically. Pasadena, but Altadena, it's, they're yeah. all the same fucking okay. thing. All right, all right.
2: Uh, I, uh, uh, when we're when we're driving through an area like that, I'm going to want to know about a thing. Oh, there's a Chick fil A over here. I can get that Cobb salad. Oh, there's that Italian deli. I can run in there and grab a couple yeah. of those sandwiches. You get to burn, you get to burn that Chick-fil-A. I have a. I Oh, the hat. The hat is over here. Pastrami would be good today. Is that Arby's? The hat. It's not Arby's. It's the hat. You don't know about the hat? Uh, Come on. No, maybe not. No. The hat is like the pastrami sandwich I thought LA. you. Were, I thought there's you like, were just... That was a nickname for Arby's. Oh, this is a restaurant, and there are two of them, I think. Okay. And uh, that's where you get a... I think it's a... Uh, beef dip and a pastrami are kind of the big things, but it's you know it's the thing the L.A. thing of the, you know you got the philips you got well the I knew Philippe. Kohl's, I've been to philips and 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 then you got uh, uh the hat
1: yeah I mean I was so here's the thing I was so uh poor for my first 3 years in Los Angeles. Like I'm now I'm just now catching up to a lot of these places that are institutions yeah. because I'm like I've been just cooking meals for myself most yeah. of the time I'm here. Now that I have a little bit of money, you know, I'm eating out twice sometimes right. three times a week just to just just to be in the same conversation <laughs> about food with people where I'm like I eat a pound of pasta and olive oil for dinner. <laughs> you know, I need to like So you're going back soon. I I'm I'm putting this one in a once a month, I'm going to go there, which I, look, it's not like there's more things to discover out of the sandwich. Right. Uh, I'm going to go there probably twice a month to get things that I need to make pasta. And I'm like, take a ridiculously cheap
2: double du- flour. You're sandwich every time you no, go in there. No, I, I, I don't think I can. I don't think I can. For five fifty, <clears> and <throat> you just throw it in the fridge and you eat it at two in the morning. Yeah,
1: see, that's a very unhealthy lifestyle, James. No, and it's I, not. I, I gotta be God careful. wants you to do I
2: that. Be careful.
1: I'm going back once a month. Uh, I love Roma Market. I'm glad I checked it out, and uh, I'm glad
2: I have another sort of run-in and grab-it sandwich to add to my uh, list. Totally, grab a
1: sandwich from there, throw it at your friend. Uh, it's a good time, and it was a good. Th- First of all, it was, it was a good throw. It wasn't too aggressive, and <laughs> you caught it. I wasn't trying to hurt you, so you, and you did catch it. I did catch it. So I would say
2: good instincts. Palumbo. And I yelped, "Hey, before we go, yeah, do they have an espresso bar?" No, no,
1: no. This place is like this place. The, the okay, the this deli, the, the deli patrician. case, yeah. is tinted like the color of a sandwich. It it's been there for a long time. <laughs> the 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 wallpaper is like chipped okay. away at a certain say point. No more. It's like it's like that kind of place. Uh, <gasps>
2: You know, Jada and Bobby, they stopped in at a gas station uh, <laughs> on their way out to Tuscany, and every gas station in, in Europe has a little espresso bar. That I, run want, families, you know.
1: I want that relationship. That's... Okay, well, yeah. All right. We, uh, you, we briefly mentioned uh, Arby's. I did, because you said big hat, and my brain went, Arby's? <laughs> you guys talking about big hat? Uh, they recently... Arby's recently confirmed the existence of the Meat Mountain Sandwich, which was, I believe, just a secret menu item for a long time because I've seen that people have written about it before or something. Oh, the kind
2: of thing where you walk in high as hell and you yell at your friend who works at that Arby's. And you're like, hey, Richard, give me the, you know. Give me the meat mouth. Give me the thing. What a gross.
1: Anyway, this is what it is. Uh, two chicken tenders, slices of roast turkey, pit-smoked ham, corned beef, thirteen-hour smoked brisket, USDA choice Angus steak, roast beef, and pepper bacon, with some cheddar and Swiss. James, my question to you is: Is this actually a campaign to kill all of our dads? Because <laughs> Arby's is dad food. The yeah. number one. If you were going to pick any fast food restaurant and and identify it with dads, yeah. It's Arby's. First of all, the the logo is a giant hat. which what is
2: more dad than a big hat you're driving than a pharrell looking (laughs) you know cowboy hat kind of thing
1: yeah you could put it in the pharrell category yeah
2: it it, i think you know i guess it's dad i would say that sonic drive-in is the dad uh (sighs) restaurant because really yeah because he gets to sort of like uh try to keep a conversation going too long with like a girl on roller skates you know what i mean christ yeah that's a good point but arby's is this you definitely don't imagine the typical fast food consumer with Arby's being at the number one. I went like the typical fast food consumer consumer, first of all, Monster Energy Drink Decal in the back of their scion. <laughs> uh and uh, you know, sort of blows a big blueberry a cloud of, of vape juice out the window before they pull up to the thing. I'm sure. They're going for a Taco Bell, Burger King, something with fake grill marks, they're going for something greasy. I don't think of greasy when I think of Arby's. That just hit me. Arby's isn't necessarily super greasy. It styles itself as this kind of the hat, uh, yeah. fucking deli kind of thing where they're where they're slicing off fresh cuts from a thing. But that's not hap-
1: That's I mean that, that's, well, not that's, that's not actually what, what happens what's happening.
2: No, it's the big pink goo thing, right?
1: Uh <laughs> They like sous vide. What is the big,
2: you know, the big goose scandal? They sous vide a big sort of uh, giant. Looks it, when they get it, it looks like one of those uh, uh, from from a big plastic bucket gum things that you got oh, on Christ. like a treat day at public school. And they throw that in a big water thing, and then you know some some jerk flips it over a few times, and then they start slicing it. Well, they're using
1: they're using the right uh, wording here: pit smoked ham. You know USDA choice Angus. Those where's are, the pit? Hey, where's right. this? Is
2: me at the drive-through window. Where's the pit? Yeah, show me your show me your pit back there. Is the there. pit three months ago in some factory? <laughs> where's the pit? And who's smoking this brisket? Who is who is ten- yeah. what? What old Jewish grandma is tending this brisket? What Texas four hundred pound brisket master <laughs> is tending this brisket? That's what I'm
1: curious about. It's it's definitely all happening. I mean, we know that it's all happening in. You know, like a big factory somewhere and yeah. and uh, it, it's not, you know, when stuff like this comes out, it does uh, make me <clears throat> very depressed and make me go, okay, like we should pull the plug. We should pull yeah. the plug. We should be taking meat away from people. Again, a through line. We keep saying it. You should have to know a guy to buy a steak. Yeah. More than that, I'm starting to like sort of uh, empathize with people who are like you know identifying as like flexitarians. Now you could argue that's the most annoying one out of. There's the, lots
2: of words that <clears throat> the, we we're, we're always careful with our words when we're talking about food. Addiction. Eating
1: meat sometimes, like this is the type of thing where I'm like, yeah, man, like we need to take meat away from people because they're doing things like this. This is the incarnation of the meme. Uh, you know, give me all of the meats. All the meats. Give me uh, all of the meats. That that's what it is. I don't want to be Mr. PC
2: police. <laughs> Yeah, I, I in general as a comedian, I don't think that that's like a good thing to like be obsessive about wording because a, oh, little, sure. a little bit we need to just be free with words because we're the yeah. ones learning how to do that. Well, but um or do rather do that in a therapeutic way that helps society. Ultimately, mm-hmm. I think that's all right. I've actually I've I went from being PC guy to being pretentious fucking roided out dude on Joe Rogan talking about how important comedy is kill me if I ever become that guy. Um,
1: I'm looking at your Nintendo 64 hat right now, and I'll give you an
2: answer right now. (laughs) (laughs) At least my shirt fits, you know? Um, uh, uh, It's kind of fucked up to make sure that, like, as many animals as possible were murdered in the service of your $4 sandwich. It's like, when it comes... Like, it's not that... It's kind of fucked up that we kill animals at all and eat them mm-hmm. to the point that I'm like, yeah, give me the horse meatball at Ikea. Fucking whatever. Did it die? Well, we might as well eat it. Like, but it is kind of weird when you start to stop and think, well, first of all, um, you hate flavor. If you're getting yeah. a meat lover's pizza, if you're getting the meat mountain, you hate flavor. This it, you're not getting to honor the ingredient in any way. You're not it's not being seasoned. The other meats do not season the chicken tender in a way that brings up the chicken it's tender. It's an
1: Arby's hat on an Arby's hat. <laughs> That's what it is. It's an Arby's hat on an Arby's hat. It's too many things happening at once. too so many things
2: happening at once and, without uh,
1: without like a there's, reason. There's there's no reason. And uh somebody said that it <laughs> they're like, it doesn't look like it did in the picture, and I was like, "That's what you were hoping for." Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like that, did was it the, look good in the picture? Yeah, of course it was. It was a lot. It was a lot sloppier. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah of course." Like meats don't just pile up all neat like that. <laughs> that was hundred percent f- a Photoshop sandwich. Yeah. Um, you know, the only bad review—I'll say that's the only bad review I ever wrote—was for God. I think I got a little shit for it. This place called Ikes it was a uh, chain i believe in san francisco and there was one in burbank mm. and i got an email to check it out and i did and then i wrote uh, to la weekly i was like hey can i write about this place but like you know disparage it because I think I might have something to say, and what they published, I was like, just publish it, please. Yeah, and uh, it was just about how depressed I was that I ate a sandwich that had like mozzarella sticks and ham in it. Like they put the mozzarella sticks in the in the sandwich, and I was eating it, and I got like sad, like about like the state of things and like what we're doing to food and how bad it is for the environment, and the animals, yeah, and yeah, yeah, how you know. And I think the only thing that the only thing that I completely rail against, like cardinal sin in food, is like novelty. You know, when something, especially novelty in food, because I'm like, you're not, this is like disrespecting the animal. Yeah. Like, we need to take the spatula off. It's fucking disrespectful. We need to take the fucking spatula away from you now. Like, I think it's time to like start like sending some, it, it will never happen because we're too... Right. Too far in the pocket of the fucking food industry. But it's
2: it's so interesting that we're talking about this. Like we start the episode talking about a, a very European sandwich and very European yeah. idea of eating something quick for five dollars, yeah. and then here we are talking about the American version of that, which is and and to bring up words that we use when we talk about food. One mm-hmm. word I use a lot when I talk about food is cynical. There there yeah. are times when uh, we get. Well, most of the time, it's a corporation being extremely cynical about what they think we are going to want, what they think their consumer is going to want. Oh, Nothing, it could be more cynical other than calling some shit from a tube in a factory eight years ago that you froze and then served to me microwaved in the future. Uh, Not only is that cynical, your pit-smoked bullshit or whatever, but to bring all of them together into this sandwich. Even the, the, the slogan, uh, all the meats, is like, it, it it just shows a complete lack of respect, not only for the animal, but for the consumer. What it is we have the meats? We right? have the I meats. I think it's we have the meats. We have and, the meats. And I, and I think about parks, I interneted th- it up a little bit well, more. For sure. I reddited it.
1: It is like Parks and Rec. Was that like the... the- First use of that, Parks and Rec, Ron Swanson is like, uh, I want all the eggs and bacon. Yeah. And he walks away, yeah, and he do. goes, son, I know what you think you just heard, <laughs> which is a great line. And then, like, it, yeah. it gets reused for everything. Well, I remember that, that whole
2: bacon thing was like a psy-op uh, by the pork manufacturers. Like, there was something what? that they... They, You know, it's sort of the same thing that Steve Bannon did to weaponize voting for Trump, where they started to catch on about how fucking Tumblr and Twitter and Facebook um, catching the attention of the algorithm with memeing foods. And that's sort of what happened on like... I, in, like, Tumblr era with bacon, where all this, like, epic bacon shit with, like, oh, kitten, yeah. gifts of kittens shooting rainbows out of their eyes, and, like, oh, I love bacon. Here's 28 pieces of bacon on a fucking thing. Yeah. Like, there, there's some dudes on YouTube, there's some, like, Canadians or something. I met them one time, and they're assholes. They, they did some... F- eating thing, early YouTube, when there was money to be made. Did you say Canadians? I think they Is were Canadians. Is this Canadian. the epic mealtime thing? I think it's them. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, they. I think that they're kind of responsible for a lot of this dumb bullshit. Dude, for sure.
1: I. Yeah, it's, I don't, God, you talk about it, and then you hear yourself talk about it, and then you go, I'm being a little self-righteous. And I, and I, and I just think it's like a very honest conversation to be having about these yeah. things. And as soon as I see like a piece of news like this, I go... I don't know, man. I maybe give it five years. Like when I hit 40, uh-huh. I think I'll be like, I'm a fucking vegetarian now. Or in <laughs> s- in some way, I'm like, I'm eating meat like four times a year. Right now, I'm, I feel like I'm doing very important research and I still have a lot of right, respect right, right. for... I don't know the art of like cooking and, and eating and stuff. I and, think just
2: but, just as much as we're going down the tubes, I do yeah. also think that vegan and vegetarian are becoming more socially not weird. Um, oh yeah, to to be, and I think as time progresses, obviously as we hasten the collapse of our environment, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, you have to sort of ease the burden that that the meat industry puts on just how we survive
1: i've got a great anecdote for you my brother worked at this really good vegan to go restaurant to go before the pandemic and they were popping it's called Ailey's in youngstown ohio and uh great vegan food and he said uh and the owner said the same thing like most of the people who come in here are not vegan like they just realize like the food's fucking good yeah and uh but you would get these sort of like rural ohio men come in uh-huh. And my brother was like, it's literally like they were buying porn. They would come in or, or, or something yeah. like shopping for jewelry for their wife. Right, like right, right. There was a certain amount of shame. And they would go, yeah, I'm, well, I'm here because uh, my, my, my wife told Welcome me Welcome to this Victoria's place. Secret. Well, is yeah. she
2: shaped like me? Oh, gosh. Uh, uh, you're real pretty, but uh, she, she may be a little heavier than you. Uh
1: absolutely yeah they they were like uh uh they didn't want to be seen in a vegan restaurant and like that archetype of man yeah i'm like i get it that's my dad that's yeah. my dad you know what i mean like that's uh when one of the kids birthday parties like they're serving like vegan food He's yeah. like, what the fuck and i'm like dad and you that- eat sandwiches breakfast lunch and dinner every day yeah you know not sustainable.
2: Man, it's man, masculinity is in a weird spot where these guys are like so worried about optics. It's like what yeah. happened to just being the You know what the beard upset, how all these neo-nazis have the fucking scraggly beard and shit? Yeah. You know what that beard used to mean? You lived on the mountain and you didn't care what you looked like. And all these dudes are at the yeah. Proud Boys rally combing each other's fucking <laughs> beard yeah. and talking about oils and shit. Yeah. Give me a break. Gavin McInnes with his handlebar mustache, like you're at the barber in Red Dead Redemption, trying to look beautiful for your bank robbery. All these fucking losers, man. They are losers. You got you just gotta bravely walk into the Mexican vegan place, smile at the pretty girl, and accept the fake carnitas. It's probably awesome. You know how you know how much other shit at the Mexican place is vegan and was vegan for the entire oh. time? God, holy it shit. It was only the meat this that was is, I mean maybe there's some lard in those beans but right. I mean salsa. Right, right, right. I mean that's a that's a Super Bowl food. That shit's been vegan since time began. Guacamole. I would love to uh write
1: a not, I don't know. I would like to see a cookbook that's pasta dishes that are 100% vegan and good. Like I when I talk to like uh vegans about this sort of thing I'm like, man, I can make you I can make you a very fucking good vegan pasta dish because pasta itself, like the egg wasn't even, I don't think anyone actually knows, Uh but the egg wasn't introduced until I think like a little bit later in like uh, European and Italian society in in making pasta. It was strictly like a semolina or flour and water, and that was it. And then when you think about, you know, like, tomatoes and like things like uh pesto with or without cheese like it's very easy to uh keep this sort of integrity and like character of like italian cuisine and also keep it like strictly vegan i think it 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 works really well and like when you're trying to achieve that sort of like you know pasta is like this really like filling and satiating experience yeah and you want you know, if you if you if you if you aren't craving like the umami of like Parm cheese or yeah. guanciale or something, uh, you you want to get it in there somehow. Oil, dude, like a fucking really good olive oil, <laughs> like finishing like a pasta dish with that. You don't need anything. That's
2: things. what I think about. I think about fat. You know, they, you hear all the time that fat is flavor, and um, and also all of my grandstanding about veganism. Uh, last night. I'm not a vegan. I'm barely a vegetarian. I'm trying to build muscle mass. My, my... You got a personal trainer. I have a trainer. I'm trying to like look good with my shirt off. I did a commercial That's the other hard. day, Danny, and they put me in nine layers of Spanx. Never worn Spanx. They wanted to tone down my A cups for the fucking shoot. And they wanted to squeeze my love handles in. They did a good job because I had to wear athleisure <laughs> and look scrawny, which is what my face reads <laughs> as Man. in a headshot.
1: I can't... I... I I can't do it. I I can't.
2: I hear people. And I talk, can, and that's why I do it. I know.
1: Well, this is why you're going to be famous, and I'm going to be. You know, I want to be famous. I'm going to be. I I'm, just... I'm going to be talking about sandwiches forever. <laughs> but like, I like this is like the the industry is like it's terrifying. It's so fucking horrid. It makes you feel rotten about your body all the time. A hundred percent. Part of the reason I started doing stand up in the first place, yeah, is because I I think I wanted to act when I was younger. I was doing plays and stuff. I was yeah. like, man, that'd be what a cool fucking life and then I I think I realized like oh man I'm already like pretty kind of vain just even as like a young Uh you know 23 year old I'm like in comedy like there's much more longevity you don't have to be hot you don't it's mostly your voice you can kind of do this forever yeah and then I realized you know then it was started to get real fucking hot in comedy and I was like well I gotta keep up yeah, we'll, a, we'll you see know. how
2: long all that hot people shit lasts. But yeah. uh, uh, I am eating steaks twice a night, uh, twice twice a night, twice a week. <laughs> once I'm, at six p.m. and then once at midnight. I because I need to. I'm trying to build shoulders and pecs and abs and stuff. And but that's like and wow, you can get
1: better protein than steak.
2: Well, I well I it's one of those things that like an egg. It's one of those things that you can teach yourself how to cook well Easily. with one ingredient by mastering egg preparations and steak preparations and stuff. So I'm doing the indoor grill thing. I buy the steak. I can buy a $7 New York strip from my grocery store. And uh, uh, it's a pretty good portion because I can have half of it um, for the dinner the night before my workout in the morning. Yeah. And then I can, uh, you know, have steak and eggs 30 minutes right after my workout to rebuild the muscles and stuff with with the leftovers. So I have this like rhythm with it. And, I love beef fat. It's God when when you leave all your shit out overnight and it gets rancid. It's the worst smell in the world. <laughs> but if you ri- if you render all of it properly, season it properly. L- last night I was just standing over my sink, just nibbling like this delicious yeah. like beef fat on the on the side of my strip. Were you shirtless for this?
1: I imagine no. You're shirtless. I was getting
2: I was getting a a button up shirt. I was getting weird beef fat splotches on the bottom of my <laughs> oh, button-up no, shirt, dude. which was really stupid of me to do, because that's sh- that shit's hard to get out. Hey, you, you know what you clean the plates with? Put that on your shirt. You you use the you use the uh, whatever the the blue shit. Um, but uh, <laughs> it was so good. The salty peppery um, rendered out. Yeah. I mean this this indoor grill thing that I have, it really does get up to five hundred degrees and just Ooh, like toast uh, all of that. Oh God, it's so good. So I understand the appeal of I understand the appeal of meat. Nobody understands it better than I do, and I I eat proteins like that yeah. all the time.
1: Let me uh, I'll, we're gonna wrap up here, but uh, something that I I I'm gonna close with a bit of a cooking recommendation here, that because uh, I was in the same place as you eating uh, steaks maybe once a maybe probably like once a week. And uh, which I had never done before, but early in quarantine I was like, fuck it. I need to enjoy something. Yeah. And I got kind of sick of eating ribeyes and steaks all <laughs> like you're just like it's just like a steak. You're like you don't even do anything to it. Like I know it tastes good. Well, you and, do need to salt the and, hell out of it. No, I understand that. You need to salt the hell out of it and and a lot more than you think. And, a lot and, more than you think. And render out the fat and, and all that stuff and let it rest and like all these very yeah. important things. But like, you know, there's not much going into it. And when I see a steak, I look at it and I go, okay, there's one way to cook this. And then I grab it. Yeah. And I wasn't really doing much that was that different. But uh, I picked up this book a while ago, and I've been blown through it recently. It's called uh, I Am a Filipino, and This is How We Cook. It's written by Nicole Ponseca. Uh, and I fully have started subscribing to everything in it, like buying. You know when a, a book starts recommending all these different products, and you go, all right, I'll buy that? Yeah. Like Silver Swan brand, uh, white sugar cane vinegar, Soy sauce. I started buying uh, H-E-O-T oil, um, coconut vinegar, shit that I've never had before just because I'm like, I want to make a good fucking adobo. Yeah. I want to make a good adobo. She has this amazing recipe for peppers and onions. And what you do, and it switched up like the way I was eating ribeyes. Like now I put this in the mix uh-huh. and it's fucking delightful. Yeah, uh, just a classic uh, peppers and onions. But it's uh, take a ribeye, rub it with garlic. Smash the hell out of it with like a mallet or a saute pan or something, you know, till it's like a quarter inch thick. Rip it into pieces. Put it in a bag. In that bag goes soy sauce, brown sugar, uh, like little onions that you cut in rings, like white onion. Yeah. Uh, oh, so- pearl onions? No, no, no. I'm sorry. It's like a white onion, but you cut it like you're cutting onion. Rings, okay. Yeah, yeah. Rings of onion. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. And uh, a couple other things, but you basically marinate it at room temperature. At room temp. At room temp for a half hour. Okay and then uh fry it up uh, dump on, the whole bag into the on thing on really high heat no, no 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 you fry up the the pieces you shake the marinade and you fry up the pieces like on super high heat and that just the, the soy sauce and the the brown sugar oh yeah dude you're getting a great caramelization on a very thin For piece sure. of ribeye you know sear every piece do the onions marinade goes in the pan after you know you're you're at this point ribeye is like set aside marinade goes in the pan reduce it down a little bit Little bit of butter, cold butter, emulsify it, make a sauce out of it, and you fucking. I I did that with uh, eggs and, and some cactus, steak and eggs for breakfast, but like sort of this Filipino method, It's fucking incredible. That man. sounds awesome. They, I her that. cookbook is so fucking good, and I know we've talked a lot about how much we crave Filipino food. I and love I'm Filipino
2: like, I'm gonna start food. making this stuff. Talk about eating home. fat and meat. God, that's one of my favorite crispy quiz- pork sisig. Yeah. I oh pants incredible. It. I lo- I mean that's like for the longest time my comfort thing as a kid was right. wanting like Japanese hibachi fried rice, yeah. and as an adult it's been th- there's a there was a comedy show for the longest time in the before times before uh, this orange Cheeto in the White House uh, killed stand up. Um, uh, I would I would just get they would give you drink tickets. This is what's amazing about doing comedy in mm-hmm. some of these places in L.A. with these crazy family restaurants. Yeah. It doesn't happen all the yeah. time, but we need to get more comedy shows in family restaurants Yeah, because yeah. instead of just getting a ticket for a Bud Light, <laughs> you get a Bud yeah. Light or a gigantic yes. thing of just like a, a 30 rack of lumpias or like a, uh, a, a huge pan sit with these chopped up little sausages and little shrimps. And- I think in
1: my 20s, I would be like, I have so many calories in a day. I will choose the vodka soda instead of like a big th- you know i used to when i was
2: like yeah drinking a lot yeah i would
1: choose between meals and alcohol like you know <laughs> what i mean i would i would make the choice i would like you know don't
2: do that kids no one under 30 is listening
0: to this but so they're not going to but
1: now yeah man that that would be fucking incredible yeah, If you could get like people actually good food.
2: See, that motivates me to do a good job on stage is not getting three <laughs> beers before I go on stage, which is yeah. what it was for a long time. And instead, it's like, I'm going to go do my sh- my my set with my mind sharp because I'm not digesting anything. And then for my reward, instead of hanging out with beers with all these comics and smoking cigarettes in a parking <laughs> lot, I'm going to eat a huge thing of pantsit alone. What could be more delicious than that? To eat eighteen dollars worth of fried noodles by yeah. myself. Oh god!
1: That cigarette. That cigarette afterwards is a good. It's a good feeling though too. It's a, good, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good hang. Having a cigarette after a set, after like an important set, you know, after you do an audition for like JFL or something, and you go smoke. A, I will absolutely I'll, crave that cigarette. I want to say the, the cigarette after a JFL audition. Yeah, that's a good one. I want to say
2: the last cigarette I ever had was <laughs> was at. Montreal was, was it that really? just for laughs like yeah. like terrified to uh, speak to anyone who had a business I card. think I smoked
1: a lot that weekend too yeah
2: I think I was like back smoking that's I think Montreal made me everyone does me that home. when they go there all yeah. of the parents it's it's like a vacation for yeah. all of those parents those bi-coastal parents they all go to this thing they see their friends and they all smoke for just that week uh, yes. cigarettes are bad for you don't do it
1: All right, hey, you know what we should do? Well, we're going to wrap up, but, uh, man, we should get some takeout from Cusina Filipino sometime and talk about it. I miss it so Uh, much. I would would love to get some sisig and some pansit and some holo-holo, maybe.
2: I'll fuck with it. Um,
1: We'll do that, uh, if not next week, we'll do it soon. Too Um, sweet for me.
2: Where can people uh, find you? Uh, You can find me at ShrimpJad on Twitter and Instagram. You can listen to my podcast, What Things Are What Things, that I do with my buddy, Zach Pugh, or you can listen to my podcast that I do with Danny Palumbo called what ma- Oops, the wait what macaroni back <laughs> shit what's it called some
1: macaroni <laughs> bullshit my name is danny palumbo you can find me online uh, at palumbros and uh, my instagram is not that aggressive maybe a little i think it's great food content thank you i hope i'm filling some sort of void out there of you know i said it today but, uh, hey, can we talk about food in a way that's not just yummy? Best Reuben I've ever had. <laughs> I don't know how many Reubens you've had. I don't know how many and the variety. I'm like, we need to start using words again uh, to talk about food and not just sharing yumly videos. That melted and,
2: cheese, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's yeah, add some more of this bullshit to the internet.
1: That was the Macaroni <laughs> Zone episode four.
2: You know what, Danny? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna, gonna make do? you. I'm gonna tell you, hey, turn your phone on. I'm outside, and you're gonna come outside. I'm gonna toss a gigantic vegetable <laughs> lasagna into your <laughs> lap, a, hot, a piping hot baked <laughs> ziti right that's, into your okay, face. Okay, so that's
1: not that's not equal to what I, I threw you a whatever soft. Man. Uh, sandwich delicious. that's all that matters. and i said extra extra pal capicola and provolone on a nice warm baguette i'm gonna i'm gonna
2: dump a dutch oven of beef bourguignon on your dog
1: hey thanks listening thanks for listening to the not my dog thanks for listening to the macaroni zone we'll see you next week bye the macaroni zone the macaroni zone
0: the macaroni zone the macaroni zone, the macaroni zone.